Bro, what the fuck is this? Fucking Elon Musk fucking fucking with shit, dog. What a dumb fucking idea. X. Are you kidding me? One of the most recognizable brands. The Little Bird. You know what? I, I was at a food truck today that they brought to my work. And the front of it had like, find us on social media. And it had a logo of Instagram with that little camera yep. and the logo. And then guess what else was on there? Little Birdie. A Little Birdie. If somebody saw an X, they'll be like, what the fuck is that? Like, I am chronically online, so I know what this means. But what about somebody that doesn't know? Bro, literally. Like, what are recognizable symbols? Facebook, F. Yep. Instagram camera. Well, and even the Instagram camera, it's like a little bit... True that. Yeah. But if you see the bird, you know it's Twitter. You know it's Twitter. Stupid ass. What a dumb fucking idea. How can a, like a guy that's smart do such dumb fucking things? Anyway, um, welcome back to the best podcast in history. Welcome to Midwest Midcard, episode 25. 25! If you are on YouTube, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to claim or that subscribe button. And then also leave a like and a five-star review if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And don't forget that we have a live stream August 4th at 6 p.m. We will be in Monroe, Michigan at our hotels that you don't know where they are. Uh, where do you find that stream? On YouTube.com slash at Midwest Midcard. Perfect. It didn't take any rehearsing to do that. One take. Um, this is a pretty light show, honestly. So if uh, if we have time, if we don't ramble too much, I wanted to do this little. Uh, I wanted to steal an idea from the Ringer um, Wrestling Podcast show, where they did a draft of like a dream uh, SummerSlam card. Uh, we have different categories, and then we're gonna draft them in like a snake or serpentine style. As long as we're not like going crazy about this shit. But uh, I I have a lot to say about Judgment Day, man. They're running the show, bro. They definitely are running things. Um, it's kind of interesting. I'm sure you read this, but uh, the idea that WWE has is to make the Judgment Day be like the new bloodline um, and the way that it drives like stories. You okay. Know? And they kind of dominate the show. And I mean, how can you not? Because the bloodline obviously covered tag teams and then also it covered um, the, the world title. Yep. But the Judgment Day not only covers can cover tag teams, heavyweight title, but it can cover mid-card titles as well as um, women's title because Rhea is, of course, the women's world champion. True that. Um, they, so they're all over. Um, just to recap a little bit. Um, so Rhea Ripley, she's been beefing with, um, of course, Raquel. Raquel. And by consequence, of course, Liv Morgan. Uh, Liv, um, inside baseball. Liv is like legit hurt. Bro, apparently um, so is yeah. Kevin Owens, man. So, uh, and I'll get to that um, because I have I have that noted too. Liv is legit hurt, so they did an injury angle. Um, did you? I, I think Liv was like, she was going crazy, man. She was like screaming. She's like, ah! I can't move it. I can't ah! move it. Don't touch it. Nah. She was going crazy. She was going Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam crazy. Bro, against Hulk Hogan, dog, for real, man. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I was loving it, honestly. Rhea, it's about time for Rhea to do something, you know? Um. So what is actually injured on Liv? I think uh, we can figure out. I believe it's like a shoulder issue. Okay. She was wearing a sling. 
So to me that um injured again, that sucks. She just came back from injury, bro. No. So let's see. Liv Morgan injury. So WWE injury updates like you mentioned. Kevin Owens. Uh this is from comicbook.com. Uh what do we have here? Dave Melzer, blah blah blah. Originally scheduled. Despite having just come back from injury. She was in a sling. I believe it's a shoulder injury. Okay. I don't want to spend too much time researching. Absolutely not. But she was definitely on a sling. Um, I am going to say it's a shoulder injury, if I'm remembering this correctly. Um, Not... So, Rhea... Rhea Ripley's an interesting gal. She... I mean, she's clearly, like... I think... (laughs) And I know I'm not saying much, but... The judgment they has taken turns into seeing like who the leader is. Rhea Ripley was kind of like the leader for a while, and then it seems like Finn Balor is now. I don't know. I still feel kind of like Rhea is the unspoken leader, man. You think so? She speaks for people. She definitely is a very imposing figure, and the cool thing is that she's like unreachable, essentially, unless well, you're a woman. I mean, it's I mean, the only woman that could even possibly come close to her right now is. Charlotte or I mean I don't even think Bianca or Asuka is really on that level to be honest with you right now. They're gonna save Bianca for WrestleMania. Absolutely for sure. That's I mean come on. That's a big match right there. Um the I don't think there was much with Raquel. She's also selling a leg. They still haven't set up the match as of today. Um They got let's see (laughs) They got Raw coming up and they got SmackDown this week. And that well, no, and there's one. And there's then one more SmackDown. So I mean, they show. have three shows to figure something out. Well, they essentially have one because, because it's Raw. raw <laughs> so. True that, literally. Now bro. she did show up on SmackDown um, with that Dom because Dominic was defending the North American title on SmackDown against Zayn. Yeah, kind of random. Well, he did on Raw. No, but on SmackDown he defended the title too. Who did he fight on SmackDown? Uh, why am I blanking on this? Okay, so on Raw he defended against Sami Zayn. Yep. They lost. Uh, Sami Zayn lost. Sami Zayn lost. Uh, he defended it against... Who? He was on SmackDown. Butch. Against Butch. Butch. Yeah. Yep. So that was actually the main event of SmackDown. Other than... If I'm not mistaken, that was the main event. Unless I'm missing something. That feels right. So, yeah. So Rhea and Dominic were randomly on SmackDown. I think it was because they were in Florida. They were already there from when Dom won the title yeah. on NXT. They are like running every show, like I said. Bro, I'm, oh, man. No, Judgment Day is running the WWE right now. I mean, really, they are. They're there. They're everywhere. It's good to have something um, to look forward to as the Bloodline stuff is kind of winding down. I'm not saying that this it slots momentum. They're clearly getting to a point where it's like, all right, so we're gonna have like a. There's gonna be a big event, and we're just kind of waiting for it to happen. Absolutely. After the conclusion of SummerSlam, we will see what goes on with the bloodline. Yeah, man. But as of now, the judgment day seems to be. To me, that's what I look forward to seeing. And I am fucking sold on Finn Balor winning this. Oh, absolutely. I I, uh, wore my Finn Balor shirt. This is my old Finn Balor shirt from uh, Joel to Sleep. It's inspired by Bape. Oh, that's sick, bro. Bathing Ape. But uh, yeah. That's badass, dude. So I'm. um, Is that new? No, <laughs> I said it was old. It looks brand new. Yeah. Oh no, no. I take care of my shirt. Oh yeah, my guy. 
Uh, this is from Joel to sleep. Shout out to him. I don't know if he makes stuff anymore, but I'm a big fan of uh, wrestling streetwear. And you know, I like I like my I like my wrestling stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, Let's no. see, we got Priest mm-hmm. holds the the money in the bank. Yep, uh, he did beat Apollo Cruz on Raw. And beat Paul, which whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever. He always pops up at random moments, like he's backstage and somebody says something. He's like, "You think you could top me?" It's like. He's like, yeah, let's go to a match. And then he just fucking gets stomped <laughs> out, bro. Like, what the Paulo? Just just stop, my go guy. Go back to NXT, man. Wasn't he like... The, he was the United... He was a two-time U.S. champion? Uh, IC champion. IC? So he had a midterm title, bro? I mean, it's something. Yeah. IC title is pretty important. It is now. He had... They put a... They gave him a... What is it? Like a Black Panther gimmick? Not yeah. quite Black Panther, but... It was like a Nigerian prince kind of deal. Yeah, for uh, sure. Pandemic yeah. times. Yeah, man. And then he went back to NXT. Then he got drafted back to, I guess, Raw. I don't remember where he got drafted. <laughs> Maybe he didn't get drafted to yeah, Raw. He's a free agent, bro. He definitely got drafted, though. Yeah, uh, he yeah, did. Priest kind of took care of him. Yeah, so Priest is the money in the big briefcase holder. Mm-hmm. You got Rhea as the women's champion. Mm-hmm. Um, You got Dom, Dom as North the North, North American champion, which... I know I hated on Dom a lot, but Dom, he's been putting it down in the ring. Brother, dog. he was cooking on NXT. Bro, he's, uh, yeah, man. He had a segment on NXT, and um, Wesley, he was a former champion. If you don't know anything about Wesley, he came up from uh, Impact. He used to be in the Rascals with uh, Trey Miguel, um, and then the other ones that I'm, <laughs> again, blanking on. Yeah. But uh, you, you know Trey Miguel. Yeah, um, I know you. And... Wesley came out. He was like on fire. He was like talking his shit, you know, to to Dom. Dom was there with Rhea, of course. It took a lot of people to beat Wesley. Um, you know, the Judgment Day was there, and eventually it took Rhea to interfere. Dom won. Sean was good with him winning, so he's North American title, the North American champion. But uh, this week on NXT, Wesley and um, you know was kind of there. Uh, well, he came out after. Mustafa Ali was also talking shit to Dom. He was like, hey, like you took like my opportunity. This was supposed to be me because he was set to face um, Wesley at Great American Bash. What did so he, he say to Dom? He said, you took your dad's 619 and yeah. you took your other dad's five-star frog splash. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Mustafa Ali. He was kind of cooking him, but um, eventually Wesley got there. He talked his shit, like I said. And I was like, um, you know what? This doesn't seem to be judgment day business. So I'm out of here. And then, you know, he said, Wesley, I'm going to break all your records. Mustafa, he's like, champ's coming through. He pushed him. And then when Mustafa Lee was going to retaliate, he ducked down and then he attacked Wesley. So they just kind of, you know. Did a little scruffle. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that the match is confirmed. This Sunday is Great American Bash on Peacock. And uh, we, I can check to see if the match has been confirmed. Um, a cool thing about NXT is that they are using the old uh, pay-per-view names. Bro, they are. No Mercy's coming they back, They confirmed too, No Mercy. Yep. Hell yeah, dog. Pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, so what do we have here? Dominic versus Wesley. Okay, so versus, right now... Oh, it's triple threat. Okay. So it is a triple threat. Well, this is from Wikipedia. So it might not be completely accurate. Yeah. But it looks like it is going to be Dirty Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley versus Wesley versus Mustafa Ali. I think that'll be a fire match, honestly. 
Honestly, bro. Um, Wesley, he works a pretty quick style. Mustafa Ali is pretty quick, too. So Dom will have to keep up with them. Um, but uh, it, it'll be fun. It It's cool that I'd rather have him, honestly, just do his thing in NXT. Even if he's on Raw, if he can just, like, if he can do both. I mean, he's putting in work. Uh, it's something. I saw that Shawn Michaels said that maybe it's time for him to come to NXT and do some stuff. Say he got his reps in the main roster. Not everyone gets that chance, but um, maybe it's time to come to NXT and do some stuff. Yeah, man. But also, what could could he do? Because at this point, of of course, he can polish his ring style. Um, there, I think that is, uh, and and I'm stealing this from somebody else, but I kind of agree. Dom needs to switch up from the high flyer to being more like a brawler. Kind of like Woods, like Saber Woods. Oh, for sure. Pull out the high flying moves when needed. Be athletic, but also for the most part, just um, just do brawl, you know, brawling stuff. Kind of like an kind of like a, an old Rey Mysterio version, like how Rey just like adapts. But yeah. But like he still do it sometimes. Yeah, so in WCW, Ray used to just do straight high flying. When he first got to WWE, he did a lot of, like, attacks, like, kicks. Uh, I know he started to do, like, a lot of, like, a ton of kicks, mostly. And uh, he was a little bit heavier. Um, and his knees were garbage. Shot, bro. <laughs> that, that's probably why he switched it up a little. On his entrance, bro, he was like, look, I got to quit jump. I got to quit jumping from the <laughs> sky. R-E-Y, Mysterio, bro. I wonder if they changed the entrance because of that. Oh, I'm sure. You think there's something to that? Absolutely. That's so bad on your knees. Um, but speaking of bad knees, the, the case that you can make for Finn Balor to win this title. First of all, great line from him uh, during the contract signing. I think it was a cool build up to it. I know you're not. I fucking loved it. He it's said, like an itch. He said, I'm going to make you my seven-year bitch. I hated it. I think it was good. I, I think it's so good I'm going to put it on the title of this video. Oh, I know. <laughs> I seen that, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me and Emily were laying in bed watching it. He was like, I got this itch. This itch that's itchy. This seven-year itch. And I'm going to make you my seven-year bitch. <laughs> and I'm like... Listen, the, the bars. Set <laughs> up for it was kind of. <laughs> you heard me, Kevin Gates. You heard me. Uh, no, but I liked it. I think it's time, man. I think that the segment did fire me up to have. Um, I think it's time to have Finn Balor be the champion. He looks like a champion right it's, now. It's a no-brainer. He he's, he feels like he's already the champion, and he hasn't been a champion for seven years. That's how long it's been since he was a world champion. I know, man. And it's time. You gotta give him the chip. Um. And it's cool because, like, when they faced before, it was in 2016 SummerSlam. Yeah. When Finn was at his, like, prime. But, like, now he's, like, in his prime again. Yeah, it's like a different, it's like a different chapter. It's like Brock was in his prime initially whenever he first came in. Mm -hmm. And then whenever he came back, he was in his prime all over again. That's the way it feels. Get another prime. Absolutely. No, seriously, man. Double prime, bro. No, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, honestly. That segment really sold me on Finn Balor. Being the world champion, I think it's time to give him the title. Uh, early prediction, I think he's gonna win. Absolutely, and that's my pick. You think that he might? There might be interference from Damian Priest. I don't think it's time for that. I think it's kind of easy to tell that story, but I don't really see him cashing in any other time. I think there's an op- there are other opportunities. Listen, if he was gonna cash in, this is this is this did kind of bother me. 
Seth Rollins was down and out. You know, he got beat up. Sami Zayn came out with a chair. He could, couldn't do shit. Yeah. He got beat up. And Seth was down. Cash in then. I know. What is like what? And I guess, you know, maybe he's being a good friend. Yeah. But that was a perfect chance. Absolutely. So, if I mean, if looking at looking at it logically, which, I mean, if you don't want to insult your fans' intelligence, I think he should have cashed in. Because, I mean, here's my thought. Like, he's not going to cash in on Roman. Well, of course not. He's not going to cash in on anybody else. So, if Finn Balor wins, the only person that he can cash in on is whoever's fighting for that title. <laughs> so, you know what, uh, Vince Russo, you know what he would do? He would... He would do some bullshit, of course. He would have Jey Uso beat Roman, and then he would have Priest cash in on Jey Uso. That would be terrible. <laughs> what a plot twist. It would be a swerve for the sake of a swerve. I watched, uh, as a, I don't remember who it was, somebody interviewing Booker T. He was like, you know Vince Russo. Booker T was like, I hate Vince Russo. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't hate Vince Russo. Who the fuck is Vince Russo, bro? Uh, he was, uh, he did... So Vince Russo originally was a uh, writer for like WWE Magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he would do like fantasy booking. And eventually he got a job as a writer. Damn. Writing stories. Hell yeah. A lot of the Attitude Era stuff that's good, that's like hot potato, the title, and like the shocking stuff, that's probably Vince Russo. Sick. Eventually he went to WCW and then he started booking some garbage in WCW. So, the finger poke of doom, that's Vince Russo, which I think the anniversary for it, no, 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 uh, Dark Side of the Ring is going on a whole episode on that, which I, what, there's no story to tell. No. The, uh, and like, this is a story, now, the show is not for wrestling fans specifically, it's for everyone else to like, learn about like, the wrestling business essentially. Behind the scenes type deal. But, yeah. we all know the story. <laughs> It was some bullshit, and it was just for Hogan to fucking it, act like he was gonna get over on Kevin Nash, and then it was some. It was stupid, um, and I don't know. I don't fucking really even know what to say about that, but um, essentially, yeah, it it, it was just some bullshit. But that's that's what Vin, that's Vince Russo's like. That is what he. That is his legacy. Gotcha. Essentially, he did eventually become a character in WCW. As the, his character was like the booker. It was stupid. It, it just got too, like, into deep. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like a shoot for the sake of a shoot, not like. It just, it's just even hard to suspend your disbelief when you're act like you're telling everyone that the show is fake. You know, I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. It's stupid. Um, I don't know, man. It, that's, it is some bullshit. But. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, I think now. Okay, so while wow, we're scrolling, bro, your point. No, no, no. So yeah, we we can talk about Speedball this. Bailey. Fucking killed that guy. So let's uh do a close up on this. I think he was legitimately like injured after this. Now this Akira, the dude that in the bottom. Yep. The setup for this is kind of convoluted. Uh, but for the people that are on audio, um. This is Speedball Mike Bailey. He is an independent wrestler. He also wrestles for Impact, former exhibition champion. Yep. He does a move where he lands on his knees after doing a shooting star press, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And um, I forgot what it's called. It's gonna, I forgot the name. 
going to sound so stupid. Um, but uh, he's setting up. Akira is on his knees. And... Ah, shit. Let me bring that back up. So Akira's on his knees. He goes and he lands on his back. And his back, like, arches to hell. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I don't... I... He just kind of lays there afterwards, and he doesn't look like he's fully... So let's do a little analyzing of the move. For the people watching the video, you right now are seeing how he lands on his back, and oh my gosh, so the back like arches. Oh, so bad. There's no easy way to take that. No. So you can keep that image in your mind. Fucking hell, bro. Um, This caused some... Little Twitter controversy. It did, man. Um, what's his name? So this account called Vince McMahon's Thoughts said <laughs> guys like Randy Orton, Scott Hall could get 10,000 fans off their feet with great psychology and a headlock. Instead, there's an entire generation <laughs> of morons willing to paralyze themselves for star ratings and high fives from marks in the locker room. Pal. I should have read that in a Vince McMahon voice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is from the account Vince McMahon's thoughts. I don't necessarily disagree with him. <sighs> it's a cool move, but that could seriously injure somebody for, like, a long period of time on some D'Lo Brown and draw shit, bro. So, Speedball came back, and he quoted himself with a screenshot of something he tweeted before. He says, I hate the term, Mark. Um... I hate when the term mark is used to refer to general wrestling fans because of its negative connotation. I feel it's better reserved for um, the special kind of sad nerds who get violently angry when a wrestling move looks like it hurts. Like that is in the whole ass point. Yes. Now. There's this two movie, sides of this story. No, okay. This move. No. Bret Hart's. I'm not a Bret Hart fan. But his punches look like they hurt. This doesn't look like it hurts. This fucking hurts. That looks like it could kill somebody. Yeah, right. So it's not... Now, I don't think it's... I think his response is it's kind of silly. It's not really warranted to, like... Now, the Vince McMahon Thoughts account is, of course, like a troll account. Like, why even give him the time of the day? Yeah, exactly. I don't... I'm not a super... Pro, I love independent wrestling. Trust me. I, I love going to shows. I love seeing shit like this. We've saw, we saw Mike Bailey a few times. We've right? seen him a few times. Um, we know we pay money to see him, and I'll pay money to see him again. However, I am definitely not one of those people that is like, oh, yeah, you know, kill yourself in the ring when you're doing a show literally in front of, like, you know, 100 people. I mean, do your spots, but save the cool spots for big shows. Absolutely. Because you have a bump card at the end of the day. And I listen, man, I don't know shit about wrestling. I'm not a wrestler. I've never taken a bump in the ring even once. You have, right? You got an arm drag from Jimmy Wang Yang. Jimmy Wang Yang. Um, so, but I don't have any wrestling experience. I don't know how to put that ring together. I don't know when ropes are loose. But I do know <laughs> when something hurts. And that shit looks like it hurts. That shit looks like it fucking hurt a lot. And it looks unsafe. So, no. I, I'm i sorry, but I can't agree with that at all. And you know what? Say whatever you want. I don't, I don't give a shit. That nope. looks like it hurts. Wanna, um, I, got, I got more bookmarks. I got one more clip. You know what? Let's, let's just jump kind of around. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. I don't think so. So 
this is uh, this is a Mark. <laughs> uh, so it's being interviewed by Simon Miller, and um, Simon Miller asked him a question about you know current product, you know regular stuff, and his response is pretty funny. This dude, by the way, is talking about AEW wearing a WWE Cody Rhodes shirt. Yep. So he said a whole lot of nothing. He was a habilitation. <laughs> <laughs> AW branding Cody Mark. Is that a no? That's uh, that's his new one. That I is think. a WWE brand. That's a WWE shirt. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I'm I think that's pretty his new sure. one. I don't know, man. It's pretty fucking weird. Um, AW fans are a different breed than WWE fans. Man. I don't even know if he's. What is he a fan of? I'm kind of confused. You know, he just loves wrestling. He, I'll say this, and this is n- not to disrespect <laughs> to people with special needs. <laughs> well, there's a lot of wrestling fans that may or may not be special needs. Trust me, you know. We've been to some shows, bro. <laughs> and th- this is really not to take away. F- I think they're great fans. It just, I think there's some of that in, <laughs> for sure, in wrestling fandom. I yeah. mean, look at me, man. Maybe I am. Sometimes I feel like I must be special needs. I'm still watching this shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm special needs whenever I watch AEW, bro. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Other cool thing. Let's get back to brass tacks, dog. Drew McIntyre, man. I know you are not a Bro- Drew McIntyre fan. I like what he's doing right now. Now, it's, it's well documented in this very show that you didn't like. Drew I McIntyre. do. I do not like Drew McIntyre, but. He's given some hype against Gunther. He he's coming out. He's it's so easy to make somebody look good. Just go out there, win some matches, keep up, look cool. He hit this. So um, he came out to confront Gunther, and after he got the match for SummerSlam, which is set up for the IC title, um, he challenged uh, Ludwig Kaiser to a match. The match was you know decent. I, I tweeted, or sorry, <laughs> the Midwest Midcard account tweeted that Ludwig Kaiser is a big boy, man. He's almost as tall as Drew, and Drew is a big boy. But he's like 6'6", six, six, I think, bro. Um, so it was, you know, some giants in the ring. They pass, They all passed the airport test. Yep. And he um, he beat Ludwig with a fucking Claymore out of nowhere. Random, bro. It was, uh, he was coming off of, uh, he was hitting the ropes. He came back. The, the camera wasn't even in shot, and before you knew it, he got he got claimed. The claymore was over. Yeah, it was over. That is like that is what the claymore should be. Whenever you're playing, um, you're playing Call of Duty. Where do you find like where do you when do you know there's a claymore <laughs> when it already exploded? Whenever you already ex- whenever it already hit you. That's right. Yeah. So I think that's the best way to hit it when you don't know it's coming. You come around a corner and it's there. That's the claymore right there, and I assume he means. The explosion with the Claymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Maybe it's a reference to, like, Scotland? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I don't think I know what Claymore has. It's an explosion, a secret explosion that's on your feet. 
and um, he um, he powerbombed Gunther on that table. I don't know the last time we saw Gunther get dominated like this. It's going to be interesting to see at SummerSlam, man. I'm pretty excited to be able to watch this match in person, to be honest with you. I still don't think I he think, loses, though. I don't see Gunther losing, but I think it's going to be like tooth and nail. Yeah, it's going to be, be a close. brawl, bro. <laughs> now, a good... Maybe instead of predicting the match, we should predict how Gunther's going to win the match. If he's going to do like a clothesline, powerbomb, <laughs> uh, chop. Yeah, a mega chop. Yeah, what could he do? I don't know. Something. Emerald Flotion. He's been hitting those three. I times. think Drew's going to give him a run for his money, to be honest with you. I think uh, they're pretty evenly matched. I just think the only thing that Guther has on him is uh, a title reign. Well, yeah. I think Gunther is just really unpredictable, too. He, I mean, he truly is a ring general. Um, Absolutely. That, I, I joke about how he finishes his matches, but the fact that you don't know what move is going to end the match makes it really cool, which is something that, going back to this fucking thing, Dave Meltzer says that he likes about New Japan matches, that there's an unpredictability to the match, that they hit certain moves certain ways that you don't know what's going to end the For match. For sure, yeah. And um, Gunther brings some of that to the to the ring, to the American style of wrestling. Absolutely, man. Yeah, but I mean, the l- I think the last time Gunther got dominated, like literally dominated like this was um, when he first lost the NXT UK Championship to Ilya Dragunov. Ilya actually uh, choked him out. Damn. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. I think he was still Walter then, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Walter. But yeah. Um, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be crazy. Uh, you know what's not going to be a battle? Actually, I have no idea. So Rick- Ricochet versus Logan Paul is official for SummerSlam. I'll tell you what. We're going to see some crazy spots in this match, bro. They're going to be flipping something. and flopping and jumping and jipping and everything else, man. I bet Logan Paul watched the match with Will Ospreay and Ricochet. And he's like, I want to do that. Um, So I could probably show this, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. It's, so it's on Logan Paul's phone. so We got the video of the angle. Of uh, Logan Paul getting his ass beat by uh, Rico. It's actually pretty neat. Logan Paul was talking his shit. Bro, he was talking his shit to people in the crowd. I though. know. He was like, you fucking virgin. Yeah, man. I do like that he got the shot of the uh, shooting star press. He Party was selling that shooting star press pretty hard afterwards, bro. <laughs> I love it. Logan Paul is good for business, man. I I mean, he got a really great shot. I mean, my dude has a lot of experience recording from his phone, but holy shit. Like, you could have not done more perfectly. Even when Ricochet threw the phone. He still <laughs> knew where to put the camera at, bro. I know. he's This dude, I mean, fuck, man. I'm pretty excited that we get to see him. That's actually really fucking cool. It's pretty cool, bro. It'd be like fucking going out there and see a bad bunny, dog. You know how oh, fucking that, amazing that would be, dog? I would lose my shit, man. Um, no, I mean... Yeah. Now, Ricochet was pretty rough. He was kind of promo. He was like, we don't see our families. He, oh, man. I was like, what the fuck is this right yeah, now? I've like, heard Ricochet, this promo so just go out there. I hear this promo every single week from Cody Rhodes. <laughs> like, I'm good on it, bro. Just go out there, do your flips, do some cool shit. Don't talk on the mic. Holler at me whenever you're done. Just say... That Logan Paul sucks or something. Yeah, Say, man. Say, Logan Paul's a bitch. We don't see our families, you know? We don't... Out on the road 350 days a year. You know what? My, my I don't wife, know why I give him a Hispanic I accent. I was going to say, my wife was like... I was like, 
yeah, Ricochet is just a black dude from Kentucky. She's like, I thought, I thought, and I was like, yeah, some people think he's Puerto Rican. That's <laughs> why so look what I just did, bro. <laughs> he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> he's damn. He Puerto Rico guy. They bail him out of Las Vegas, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird, man. That is weird. Just tell him where he's actually from, dog. It doesn't fucking make any difference. <laughs> now, uh, you mentioned Cody Rhodes. This, I don't know, man. I think he came out, he had a good promo. But no stipulation still. I guess we'll find out on Monday, man. But is it just like if, and if it's a straight match, like what the fuck is the point? Exactly. That just, it's just not as fun. Especially after they brought his mom into it. And I know, was like, like, you need the big blow off. He was just like, I'm going to fight you, Brock. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fight you. We're going to fight. Now, I like the explanation from Cody. He's like, my mom was unimpressed by Brock because she's seen like Dusty, you know, get beat up by Terry Funk, you know, to like a bloody pulp. Absolutely. So like this means like shit to her. Like she's seen this before. She's not scared of you, Brock, essentially. I think that's pretty cool. I wish that she could do like a run in. (laughs) Do the old man walk to I the ring, bro? Uh, do that. I'm hoping well. we get something like a good ass match between them. Like put them in like a three stages of hell. Put them in just like a street fight. Something that is fucking cool, other than a normal match. You know what I mean? A street fight is kind of out of the question now because of Jay and Roman. Yeah, yeah, true. Because their their match is gonna be like uh, no rules. Yeah. So fair. I don't. I don't. Really, I don't know. Um, we can, we can kind of jump to that. Um, rules of engagement segment on SmackDown. Not my favorite. I was gonna say, uh, wasn't, wasn't into it really. Now maybe they're trying to like bring it back up a little bit, slow it down a little bit because again we're gonna be hitting like a big peak, you know. So. I Who did knows? like the respect that Roman and Jay showed each other, though. I did. I thought that was really cool. Now, Jay was mostly carrying uh, the, the, the whole segment, honestly. He said, um, you know, he's like, you know what? We don't need this contract. When he ripped up the contract, I was like, is he just not going to fight for the title? The match is for the title. But I was like, damn, like, is this what they're going to do? So, like, Roman can lose but not lose the title. Um, but no, it is for the title. But he ripped up the contract. He's like, we don't need a contract. This travel combat. And Roman was like, do the elders know about this? And he's like, yeah, they suggested it. And Heyman is like in the back freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Making his fucking bug eye yeah, face. Man. <laughs> and um, so he said, uh, yeah, he said this travel combat. No rules. He's like, if, if I want to hit you with this, I'll hit you with it. That chill over there. I'll hit you with if it. If I want to put you through the table, I'm going to put you through the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, they share the breath. And they kind of like, that That was kind of the end of the segment. Um, mm-hmm. Solo was about to spike um, Jay and then Roman stopped him. So then Jake super kicks Solo. Solo keeps eating those super kicks. No, he does. <laughs> Every week. Every single week, I guess Solo's taking the other the super week, kick. Uh, Heyman is the one that took it. Yep. Well, Solo also took him. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the most disappointing part of this segment, uh, to me, was the fact that Roman and Jay did not kiss. I wanted them to make out. I thought that that's where the segment was going, and um, oh, I. It doesn't seem like you're in the same page as me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, man!" 
No, I'm just kidding. They're cousins. That would be a little weird. Well, he already sucked him off. That is true. The other... Well, Roman like, sucked kinda, him off, so... I was going to say, we're kind of going backwards, if anything. You know? They started out at, like, fourth base, and now he's going to kissing, so... Right, right. Yeah. Um. The, um, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up for this exciting show is L.A. Night. Yeah. Um, before... Well, so, Rey Mysterio... Uh, won his match, uh, Fatal 4-Way. So he's going to be fighting Santos Escobar for a chance to go after the U.S. title. This show does have wonky booking where Santos challenged Theory to a match and Adam Pierce made it official and he was like, we should make... Or actually, it was Theory that suggested it. And he's like, "You for the U.S. title? And Theory's like, no. He's like, he disrespected me. I want to fight him tonight. And he's like, oh, for the title? And he's like, no. And What? <laughs> And Santos Escobar beat him. Right. But not only that, why is Pierce suggesting a title match when Santos won a match to have a chance to win a match to beat Theory, to fight, face Theory for the title? Literally. And What the fuck was the point w- of the setup? What is this match going to happen at SummerSlam? Well, who the fuck? Are we going to have a 10 match card at SummerSlam? Pre-show, man. Maybe. I don't think it's a SummerSlam match. But yeah, like all, what all that set up just for them to be like, you want a title match right now? That seems kind of productive. It's just all these builds to just not face at this big pay per view that's coming up, man. It just it feels wrong. Well, not everything can get on the card, of course. Um, but the the casualty in all this LA night, and I'm you brought this up to me. Um, the it. This is a rumor, so or maybe a potential spoiler. So if you don't want to listen to this, skip ahead like five minutes. Yeah. Um. Or yeah, turn out the volume or whatever you need to do. The rumor is that LA Knight will have some sort of segment at SummerSlam. Yeah. Potentially a return. Uh, Randy is the one that I saw, but then you you sent me something about The Rock. I saw something about The Rock too, because this like strike thing that's going on. Okay, for the. For the yeah, for, for the, the, the actors. actors and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I know the, that the the rocks shits on hold. So maybe he's got time. Maybe what could happen is the rock could return to interfere with Jay and Roman's match, mm-hmm. or just return just to fucking say some bullshit. Which that's like, hey, <laughs> I'm back. You know what? I find it. I think it's more likely that Grayson Waller is gonna have a segment with. The Rock, the Rock as opposed to LA Knight. At some, bro, listen. I know we talk a lot of shit about Rock on this podcast, but he is one of my favorite wrestlers of all oh, time. Oh, no. I mean, listen, I'm going to hate on Dwayne all day, all night, because he's allowed Roman Reigns to just run fucking right through his Absolutely, whole family. Man. However, if he comes back and I'm there to see it, I'm going to be very excited. Oh, I'm going to lose my shit, bro. <laughs> That's going to be like a, a bro. Even, like, Call me a hypocrite if you want. Let John Cena come back as well. Like, let me just let me just have him an entrance. Come out and talk, say something. Bro, I'm peeing. Yeah, I'm gonna pee. You're gonna shit your pants. I'm gonna pee. That's it. I'm gonna pee. Yeah, you're gonna come and piss and yep. shit everywhere, bro. Time. It's gonna be crazy when you do that, and then no one's there to clean you up. Yeah, because I'm on the three fifties. Yeah. So, because <laughs> you're sitting right next to the stinger. Man, that'll never get old. Yeah. I haven't made that joke yet. Yeah. What's next for LA Knight? Give him... Give, oh, man. I don't know. Give him a push somewhere. Push him after SummerSlam. 
it seems like he's gonna be popular like no matter what. Yeah, he's really, really popular. I so don't maybe really it's know, like honestly, man. don't waste this opportunity. You can either strike while the iron's hot or wait it out a little bit, see what happens, and you risk him cooling down. I know. But that's always a risk you run into. Yep. Now, to be fair, Cody Rose has not cooled down ever since WrestleMania. In the least bit. Uh he's still super popular. I think LA Knight's getting close. At least merch sales reflect that LA Knight is like... It's Cody and then LA Knight, LA Knight, LA Knight, LA right. Knight, LA Knight. So there's that. Roman Reigns is still super popular. Anywhere, any show that you see, any video that you see from the crowd, look at the crowd, look where Roman Reigns is there, no matter if they're booing him or if they're cheering him. Whenever he puts that finger up, everyone else is doing it too. I mean, when I was at the live show that I went to recently, I was, I mean, I was up there. Bro, my finger's going up. No matter what. That's what I'm saying. One more thing before we go into our little thing that we're going to do. Yeah. Kevin Owens is injured. And it's appearing that he's actually injured. What does that mean for the tag titles, do you think? Um, so they definitely won't have a match at SummerSlam. I, I mean, at this point, I don't know who you would face. Exactly. I mean, Dom and priest but how long would he be out does that mean do you think they'll make a vacate or like <laughs> it'll be pretty disappointing if he has to vacate the title bro that would suck because they <sighs> maybe i don't know they always bend the rules who can they drop him to like, i don't there's not a dominant tag team in there enough to drop him the judgment day is about to all have all their shit put together uh i mean i guess you could i don't know man jay's out or jimmy's out yeah and Jay's about to fight for the world heavyweight title or the, you know, the undisputed title. Um, do you give him to the pretty deadly? Do you give him to, but that one guy's injured. That, yeah. Elton Prince. Is he's, injured. he's injured, man. Um, Damn. I didn't even think about that. I mean, while they're still the brawling brutes, new day is due for a comeback. Right. I know we talked about that. That would be amazing. He's injured. He's man. He's been injured for a long time, man. Or maybe he's woods. I know I Xavier know. Woods is in, or uh, well, Biggie's Biggie's also injured. Um, I don't know because you have the Vikings. No, don't fucking give those titles. You have that. Alpha Academy, but are they really like double title worth? I don't know. That's the only tag team title. I know, man. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. There's really not that many tag teams that are like established. Exactly. There's a few in NXT that they could bring up, like the Creed Brothers. They're about ready for uh, main roster call-up. Um, there is Gallus down there. They have these uh, two country boys, which I'm playing on their name. They just debuted a new, like, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a new hood tag team, which is like this, like, Hispanic dude and then this black dude, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I guess you could give them to the fucking... The cup guys. Oh, to uh, Street Profits? Street Profits. Yeah. But they're, you know, I mean, it just doesn't but feel now, right. Street Profits are building something with Bobby Lashley, Bobby right? Bobby Lashley's like their manager Have or they some followed shit. Up? When what? Was it just Joseph's past Friday? Uh, Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Because I was like, have they followed up? Lashley's back, kind of. In a suit. Maybe he's going to be their manager. That's what I'm thinking. Lashley calling a promo, though. <laughs> oh, it's not Actually, good. I like Lashley. I think Lashley's really popular, too, honestly. The crowd, I mean, everything. He's been in there for a while, man. I think he's the only one left in there from Ruthless. I truly do believe, like, the crowd loves, low-key, they love Bobby Lashley. 
He's great. He's been a face his whole career. He was pretty popular whenever I saw him. So we'll see, man. Who knows? Um. So let's do this. Let's do the SummerSlam card. Let's right. do it, bro. Uh. So how do we do this, man? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Maybe I'll let you start. Bet. So what should we start with? Uh, all right. So let me explain the rules. So we are building a SummerSlam card based on old SummerSlam matches that happened. Y'all know I got that paper, you heard me. And uh, we are each picking a men's title match, women's title match, an opener, a tag team match, and a wild card match. And we're going to do this uh, draft style, like snake or serp- serpentine, whatever you want to call it. And also, uh, well, actually, let's start with an opener. Bet. Um, we'll open with the opener. Let's do it. Right. I'll go first. Um, so I took I picked two. Okay. Um. Let's so, my if it was my show, I would start it out, which because this match was really really fun. Um. Man, it's it's hard because both of them like one is like really important in WWE history, and then one is just really fun to okay. start out a show. Man. Um. Fuck it. Uh. I would start out my show with um. Enzo and Big Cass versus Jericho and Kevin Owens. Wow. That's okay. That's weird that you picked that because I have that. That's an important match. I think it was the first time that Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho tagged. Yep. Where I tagged him. Jericho. Um, and I have that as one of my options for tag team matches, honestly. Okay. Uh, but. Oh, as a tag. Okay. It's an, it was also an opener. Right. So. It was. So, yes. So, hopefully. <laughs> But that's what I would pick. Uh, my other option, I'll just go ahead and tell you, uh, would be Kurt versus Ray in 2002 because that's when oh, Ray damn. debuted. Okay, damn, that was that's a good one. I would have picked that. But as my opener, I actually had three different ones that I thought about. But I'm gonna just for the sake of what I have available, I'm gonna say Ray Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler from 2009. Ooh, I think this was for the IC title. Great match. Rey Mysterio and Dolph Ziggler, amazing. Uh, Rey was in um, his slower years, but he was still great. He was coming off of some, you know, really good stuff with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with Chris Jericho from a little bit before from, like, Extreme Rules. Yep. Uh, those were some great matches, too. Extremely underrated. We don't have enough people talking about their uh, Extreme Rules match, Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio. It's fantastic. It's just kind of stuck in a weird show weird time and place yeah but uh i actually paid for that pay-per-view back when back when you could do that 2009 yeah man um so i guess it's my turn again right yep since you just picked let's do um should we let's do tag teams just to ensure that (laughs) you don't pick my tag team match bet go ahead so for tag team match i picked d generation x versus legacy from 2009 nice yeah, uh, I was stuck in a rock between a rock and a hard place on this one. Um, I'm just gonna name both of them off to you, and I'm just gonna pick one after I think about it. Uh, so tag team match for my show. Uh, I oh, man, I picked the DX DX versus the Big Bands. Okay. In 2006, <laughs> because it's Degeneration X and the Big It's weird that know? we both picked DX matches from completely different eras. Yeah, and then also the Hardys versus the Dudleys and versus Christian and Edge. Uh, TLC one. The TLC one. Um, fucking phenomenal yeah. match. Honestly, like through the roof. I think that's whenever Edge. I don't know if that's when Edge speared him. No, off that's the res- that's a WrestleMania. One. Okay, that's either a, way, WrestleMania phenomenal. Uh, but if I had to pick one to start or to want to have, 
man. I got to go DX versus the McMahons. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny that ended up being like this. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm noting this. Uh, your opener, what was your opener again? Uh, Enzo, Big Cass, Enzo. and Jericho, and Kevin Owens. Versus Jericho. I'm just keeping track of this. Okay, that means you are next. And uh, Let's go wild card, bro. Wild card, yeah, sure. Uh, so wild card, um, just because it's it's it, we've never seen another one like it. Yeah, uh, I gotta go to the Lions Den match really? in nineteen ninety eight, Shamrock versus Owen Hart. That was a wild concept. Um, really random. They had like weapons all along the top of the cage. Yeah, Shamrock won. Of course, we've not seen a match like that. Listen, Owen Hart was putting everything into that fucking match. Bro, he was. And oh, that I mean, that's just Owen, I guess. Yeah. Um, man. Rest in peace. You know, he puts his Owen. head into the okay main <laughs> post. Damn. Damn. Uh, but yeah, that's the one I would pick. Also, I picked Taker versus Brock in 2015. Okay. Where listen, he, there's a he lot of Brock matches. He was like, there's so many options <laughs> for Brock matches that some some. Brock is Mr. SummerSlam, man, for he all is. intents and purposes. Absolutely, and that's what Cody said to him, too. He's like, Mr. Sum- Mr. SummerSlam. Um, it's funny that you picked a Brock match because I have a Brock match, too. Damn. Uh, now, you said, so you said, uh, I'm sorry, you won the Lions Den one. The match. Lions Den match, yep, 1998. Um, so, as my wild card match, <sighs> I have three really good ones. I picked three because I thought, well, maybe he might pick this. I'll tell you the one that I... My pick is CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar from 2013. Great match. I almost had that on here, actually. That, that is a fantastic match. CM Punk was phoning it in like no other at this time. Like, this is a time where he's, like, super unhappy. This is uh, a few months before he leaves the company. I think this is his last, like, big match in WWE, if I'm not mistaken. Because at Royal Rumble, he was in the Royal Rumble match, and then he just got eliminated, and that's when he walked off. Yep. So, SummerSlam, I believe this was his last good match. Um, when Brock wants to work, I mean, he shows up. And I'm saying, like, post, you know, return Brock, not original Brock. Because Absolutely. original Brock would just have wrestling matches. Yeah. You know, and he was out there doing doing the thing. Um. So, it's, uh, I guess... You went two times in a row, right? So I, it is. Am I? Yep, it's your turn. Will you go women's I'm or men's? Up again. Um, let's let's first let me document this. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I'll pick my women's match. I had this one as the opener. Opener option. I don't know. I had three options of really good matches. All right. So this was an opener match, but thankfully it's also a women's match. And this one's really recent. It's just from last year. It's Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch from 2022. Great match. They had a match the year before, if I'm not mistaken, which was the one where Becky returned and he just squashed her. But they came back and they actually had a regular match. And it was great. Um, and that's really all I have to say about that match. It was a great match. So uh, go ahead. You picked uh, uh, Bianca versus Becky? Yeah. That's when Becky squashed her. Is that 22? Yeah. 22 is when he squashed her? I think so, yeah. I think she squashed her on 21, right? Was it 21? Am I tripping? Let's, if not, I'll pick it up. I, I put years on mine, so I knew. Well, I know 22. They had a match. Maybe this was wrestling. Am I tripping about this? 
Becky. Oh, SummerSlam 22. No, because she returned 21, right? Let's see. 2020. Let's confirm this because I was. Uh, Bianca versus Becky. Yeah, 15 minute match. No, that was a okay. that was a good match. 21. That was a legit match. All right, yep. Not that was a good. I'm saying like, oh, that was a good match because it was 15 minutes. No, I'm saying that was a legit match. Um, so that definitely happened. Bet the year before is when she squashed. Her. Yeah, yeah. And then they ran it back at WrestleMania and then at SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, I, this one was a tough one, but um, my women's title match, I gotta go with uh. 2016, okay. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair. That is a great match, too. Where Charlotte Flair won. They were having a series of matches then. I think they had a Hell in a Cell match that year, too. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a good match. The women's matches were tough, man. It was because a lot of the good ones are grouped in the last, like, five five or six. six years yeah, yeah. like <laughs> within that time like six to seven years yeah and it beyond then yeah right my other one um oh man it's honestly tough bro because this was a really awesome match becky lynch versus natalia in 2019. 2019 that was one of my options too bro phenomenal match when uh the sharpshooter on the ropes happened yeah that was fucking awesome dude they had a weirdly good match for the time and this is like natalia gets a weird push around SummerSlam. Every year, yeah, and this was the this was the year the year for her, yeah. I'm Becky sure. still won, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, the other one that I had was Trace versus Charlotte from 2019. I just, I, 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 that one was almost on here, but I, I really can't get down with Trish, man. The only Trish match I truly have liked was at what, um, what was it, Unforgiven, when John Cena put Edge through the double tables. Is that what is that what show that was? Uh you're saying are you the saying Tables, Ladders and Chairs match when Edge versus or Trish versus Lita? Uh I think that was from Raw. It was a Raw main event. Unless they had a rematch at Unforgiven. No, no uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh John Cena versus Edge, Tables, Ladders and Chairs. So that's Unforgiven two thousand six. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. So I know they had a Raw main event, Trish versus Lita. No, yeah, I'm talking about the one where her ass crack was hanging out. Yep, this one right here, bro. Yep, they they had a match. Uh, yeah, Trish Stratus versus Lita. Interesting. Yep. I don't remember this match at all. It's a really really good match. Um, it's the only Trish match that I truly like, to be honest with you. That's so weird because I just pictured Lita being with Edge around this time. So to me, it doesn't really like fit in the timeline. She hmm. was. They were together. That's weird. Yep. That's so weird. All right. Um, uh, so you're again with your men's match. Men's world title match. Oh, man, bro. I could not decide. So I'm going to give you two, and I'm just going to think about it. Um, oh, Man, dude. It's tough, man. But listen, I got to go CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy when The Undertaker returned. Ladder match? The ladder match, yeah. The tables, ladders, and chairs match, man. Phenomenal ass match. Undertaker returned when Jeff Hardy was just laying there. Switched his body out. <laughs> Pop was fucking insane. Crowd was going insane. I gotta pick that. That's gotta be my men's title match, honestly. That, um, is, that is a good match. I do remember this match very clearly. But my other one, which is where we're gonna get this year. Okay. 
Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Oh, from 2016. Fucking awesome ass match, man. That is a good. I almost listed that one, but I I don't know. I wanted to have a. There's two very distinctive SummerSlam matches that I like. Also, I picked a lot of really recent stuff, by the way. But this is what I know. Okay, I'm not out here watching the Attitude Era. I'm sorry. I mean, I do watch a lot of Attitude Era stuff, but I just I'm just not as familiar with it as others. And I think about what Tyler Creator said, where he's like, "Hey, like I." I don't know why a 16-year-old kid is telling me that Tupac, like, that All Eyes on Me is his favorite album. Like, it's clearly not. You know, it's some bullshit. You're just saying it for the nostalgia factor of shit. Well, and even just to, like, essentially not to fit in, but just to, like, look cool. It's like, oh, look at me. I listen to Tupac. To All Eyes on Me is a good album, for the record. But um, what Tyler was saying is that you attach memories to certain things, and... Um, you may like this album because of it's a time in your life that you remember, you know, you would listen to something. So I thought about that. And with that being said, the matches that I came up were just recent matches that I remember. <laughs> Run it. So um, I have two. My pick, thankfully, since you didn't pick it, it's John Cena versus Daniel Bryan from 2015. Damn. It's a no-brainer for me. Damn. Um, Knew it. I figured that you would pick a John Cena match. That's why I was like, I need to have a second option. I was I was running through them, man. Yeah. And these ones just set better with me. They really did. Because there's a John Cena-Randy Orton match from 07, I think. Uh, yep, 2007. Yep. And then there is... Hmm, well, man's title... There's the Brock match. Brock versus Cena where he just got obliterated. Fucking just dominated. Yeah. Uh, his booty hole on fire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, the match is longer than you remember, but John Cena took like 15 uh, suplexes from Brock. Yes, he did. Uh, but I ended up picking, and also it was hard for me not to pick another Brock match. Honestly, you time. know what a really fun wild card match was? What? 1994. It was a 92. I think 94. Taker versus Faker. Oh, <laughs> versus the fake Undertaker. I don't know. If I've seen that. I've seen. I know what. I know what this match looks like, but I don't know that I've seen that. It's match. fun. It's just the other guy's terrible. The visual of it. Yeah, he was not good. Who was playing him? I think it was just some random. I think it was just some random. Yeah, man. Um, that, that's a fun match. People, <laughs> people remember that. So my other option, if you want to hear it, um, kind of an underrated match. I guess it's not as underrated. Everyone always likes to bring it up. Uh, Randy Orton versus Christian for the World Heavyweight Title. Great match. Fantastic match. This kind of... S- now, looking back on it, I I used to think Edge was better than Christian. I'm kind of like in the Christian boat now. <laughs> I like Christian more now. And looking back on this, like, he... I mean, he is a better wrestler. I, I'm sorry, but... Now, Randy and Edge had a great match uh, 2020. It was called the greatest wrestling match. Yeah. Maybe it was 21. Um. But they literally build it as the greatest wrestling match. And it's pretty damn good. Pretty good. It's not as good as this match, though. No. Randy versus Christian, is it's a special match. And a card that was not the greatest, you know, they came out and they, they did some shit. They did their thing, bro. So, um, let's see. We have uh, Randy versus... Oh, that's not true. Cena, Brian, and then you picked for your title match. Jeff Hardy and CM Punk at Tipu TLC. Punk TLC. So let's run through our cards. Uh, you had, as your opener, Anson Cass versus Jerry KO. DX versus the McMahon's so your tag team match. 
Lions End match as your wild card match. <laughs> Becky versus Natalia as your women's match. And then Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk, TLC, for the World Heavyweight title. I had on my side Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler as the opener. DX versus Legacy. I believe this was actually the main event in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not. Uh, maybe that main event wasn't later on that year. Anyway, tag team match, uh, DX versus Legacy. CM Punk versus Brock is my wild card match. Becky Lynch versus Bianca is my women's match. And then John Cena versus Daniel Bryan from uh, is my main event match. And you know what? I think we managed to have cards that do not repeat wrestlers. I was worried about that. Yeah, we really didn't? Yeah. <laughs> Think about the cards that none of them... Re- we had... I mean, like, if we individually had a show, it, they wouldn't repeat. Bet. Yeah, but I mean, we somehow pulled it off. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm looking at these. DX, Punk, Anton Cass. Yeah, we pulled it off somehow. I think the only people we picked was DX. That was the we same. We repeated DX and we repeated CM Punk. CM Punk. And Brock. Okay. Wait. No, you didn't pick any Brock matches. Nope, no Brock. So then just CM Punk, DX, uh, and oh, Becky Lynch. Okay, okay. But yeah, we managed to not repeat any. <laughs> like have the same exact yeah. matches. Hell yeah, that's cool. And nice. also like not to repeat, like this could actually be a card on a show. Absolutely. Because no one's wrestling twice. Yep, facts, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nice, man. Hell yeah. All right. Tell you what we should do. What? we should? You should set those those cards up on WWE 2K23 and, and, and see who has the better ratings. Oh, interesting. Just like simulate the matches? Yeah, man. I guess I could. That's a good idea. Um, So as far as time, letting you know, um, we're at an hour and five minutes. So you can still do, do you, if you have, do you have who's that wrestler? You know I have a who's that wrestler. Okay. Um, let's, ra- let's run through it and then, yeah, fuck AEW. Fuck AEW. MJF and Adam Cole are each other that's basically the only thing that's happening though. i'm definitely cutting that whoa um, bro i did see where mjf called somebody a default creator wrestler oh he called uh roddy strong bro that was ACW. sick dude that's funny hell yeah man who's that wrestler i'm gonna give my host here five wrestlers a piece with three five wrestlers three hints a piece are you ready i guess not all right bro wrestler number one uno Debuted in 1999. He was in TNA for 13 years, and he returned in 2022. Finisher is called the Chummer. 2022? Yep. He He's returned to TNA? Returned in 2022, and he has been in there since. I don't know if he wrestles a whole lot, but it, he's still there. Is this Santino Morella? It is not. He returned. Debuted in 1999. Oh, then. The Chummer? Chummer. I don't fucking know. I have no fucking... This is... I've. Who returned to TNA? So you got... Santino Morello is your first guest. You got two more, bro. Jerry... No. Bully Ray? No. Uno mas. Uh, The Chummer. You said they'd be in 1999. Where yep. was... Where what was their company? TNA. The whole time? No, he debuted in WCW in 1999. Interesting. Under a different name. Well, yeah. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> but he's mainly known for his TNA years. He's still in TNA? He's still somehow in TNA. 1999. How to run. Ah, uh, 
I mean, this is wrong. Never won any titles at all. 22? Yep, debut. Reed, like, came back in 2022. Uh, this is not right. I'm just going to guess Eric Young. Shark Boy? Shark Boy. He came back to Impact? Impact 2022, bro. Holy shit. Met Shark Boy a couple times, man. Yeah, Shark Boy's your boy. Bro, that dude's elbows are fucked. Probably. I saw him without elbow pads, and oh. his elbows are like... Where he got like a fin. Oh my. Shark from, fin. I'm from taking so many bumps, dog. From doing the bionic Poor elbow. guy, man. Bro. All right. Over one. Let's go. I'm going to get you, dog. Awful, awful. Wrestle number two debuted in 2005 in TNA. Okay. Was in Ring of Honor before. I'll give you that one. Just a little. Two time United States champion, the WWE. He was in Ring of Honor. I already know. TNA. I already know. WWE. I already know. And hey. AEW. And he's the current ROH champion. And his name is Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Sweet Tooth? He's Samoa Joe. It's Samoa Joe, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the name of the show? I, about, I almost said Metal Raiders. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, fucking. <laughs> what's it called? Uh, fucking. Metal Militia. Metal. Damn. This is sad. Our past is punching us in the face right now. Bro. I know. Metal wood. Metal. Twisted metal. Twisted metal. There yes, we go. Okay. There we go. It, yeah. ju- it was on Peacock now. I, not a sponsor, by the way. It's on there now? Yeah. Have you started watching it? Uh, no. I don't know if I'm going to watch yeah. it or yeah, not. Yeah. I do like Anthony Mackie. I can't get over Papa Doc. And Papa Captain. Doc? <laughs> Clarence is on there, though. We bring up Papa Doc on this show <laughs> more often than we don't. Bro, I can't get over that he made out with his best friend and lost to Eminem, bro. Oh, my goodness. And then somehow returned to be Captain America after all that. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. One for two. Wrestler number three. I've given you a lot of TNA ones here. Debuted in TNA in 2005. Was in the Ring of Honor. TNA. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. He was in the WWE two times. One time on Heat. Okay. In 2005. And then one time on NXT in 2020. He was facing fucking... Rey Mysterio on Heat. 2020? NXT? Yep. I'm sorry. What was the... Debuted in TNA in 2005. Okay. Was in Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Only twice in WWE? Twice. And it was on jobber shows. Okay, NXT, not a jobber show. Uh, it's interesting because NXT randomly... 2020, you said? Yep. Who did they bring randomly for like a one-off? And I'll give you this. He's still in TNA. Huh. I just don't know who they brought back for a one-off. That's kind of random. And 2022. Is this Bobby Fish? No. That's so weird. So the only people I can think of is Jushin Thunder Liger. I guess it's not Jushin Thunder Liger. Wasted that. Uh, see, and if I guess, I mean, not that I'm questioning your knowledge, but heat. That's so random. He was a youngin', bro. NXT? It was really random that he was, you know. That's so weird. And heat. It might have been 2000, it might have been 2006 that he was on heat, but I don't know if heat was still a thing then. 2006? Yeah, I wrote a five or a six. I'm not really sure That's which great. one is. I, I love the integrity of this. I think it's a five. Segment. 
<laughs> um, I have no idea. This is tough. I'm here hustling, dog. I'd be writing shit. Uh, I don't know. Bill Kidman. He was there for way longer. Alex Shelley. Really? Alex Shelley. Oh, he did have one match with uh, Kushida. Yep, Kushida. Yep. God damn. I completely forgot about that. My boy. He was on NXT once. Looked me straight in the eyes. He was like, we made Brennan, I love you. We made love, bro. We made <laughs> in the eyes, dog. All right, man. One for three, bro. Damn. That's some bullshit. These TNA ones are throwing you off. All right. Wrestler number four debuted in WWF in 1998. Has been in WWF, WWE, TNA, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. News. ECW. Okay. Is a two-time ECW champ. Two-time Big Gold champ. Four-time Intercontinental champ. And is the 11th Grand Slam champion. Huh. Two-time World Heavyweight champion? Yep. That title wasn't around for that long. New Japan? Yep. Huh. For some reason, I thought it was Jericho, but then you said four-time IC champion. Jericho's had like a nine-time IC champion, or maybe eight-time. So it's not Jericho. Two-time ECW champ. Newer generation ECW, let me put it that oh, way. Oh, okay. That so it would be the big silver title. Well, that makes it a lot better. Terrible for me. title, honestly. It makes it a lot of easier for me to guess. Yeah. New Japan. I don't think Matt Hardy was in New Japan. I didn't want you thinking like he... I feel you. One yeah, the old that would that narrows it down for sure. New Japan though, that's throwing me off. There's also so many WWE ECW champions. The ones that I can remember are like Jack Swagger. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Jack Swagger, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer's like, I'm gonna kill Paul Heyman. <laughs> um. Shut up, Tommy Dreamer, bro. He's got cancer right now again. Really? Think, man. Yeah, man. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know this. He does, bro. Well, I hope he recovers. Yeah, straight up, bro. What the hell? Shout out to Tommy Dreamer, man. Okay. <laughs> just dropping those news on me. I had to. What the hell? I, I'm i just so taken back by this Tommy Dreamer news. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um, Kurt Angle? You're... Close, man. Oh, well, he was an ECW. Debuted WWF 1998. Okay. WWF. Is this? WWE. TNA. AEW. He was never. Is this Matt Hardy? Nope. So he's a Matt Hardy, Kurt Angle. That's two. He's also an ECW. So he's. So I said AEW. I just don't remember. Two time ECW champ. Two time Big Gold. Four time IC. Eleven time, eleventh Grand Slam champion. I think this is Big Show. Christian Cage. Ah, oh, fucking hell, man! What the fuck? When was he New Japan? Oh, I don't know that part. Oh, fucking hell, man! I thought it was Christian Cage, but I was like, there ain't no way he was in. New- I just don't remember him being in New Japan. We can look it up if you want, real quick. <sighs> Not that I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I just don't remember that. Christian Cage, New Japan. Let's see images. Are you working me, man? 
Yeah, I believe you, but yeah, I saw it on Wikipedia, dog. Look, it's that fucking Tatanka's mugshot, dog. Tatanka's mugshot. That's Tyson Tonka. You know what? He probably was in New Japan. I wait. Was that a? That's Albert, and Tomko. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Bloom. <laughs> Matt Bloom. Is that a card right there with him on it? Right there. This one. Yeah. That yep. appears to be Wrestle Kingdom, two. Yep, there he is, right up front, smiling. There's his little grimace. Okay. Well. Is that AJ Styles back there too? It is. Is it? Yep. AJ and. Was that Petey Williams? No, I think that's Terry Funk. Terry Funk? <laughs> Ain't no... No, AJ Styles, Christian Cage, Petey Williams, and uh, Milano. Yeah. Else, Petey Williams. Yep. That's very interesting. You, uh, you got me, man. Let's go. He, was definitely, he definitely had a New Japan match. He did. One of four, dog. I about just straight told you who this one was. My <laughs> This one is. Yep. Paul White. Well, I was on Spelling Bee one time, bro, and... uh. You know how you can like, can you use it in a sentence? Mm-hmm. I asked him if they could spell it. Very clever. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. oldest trick in the book. It is. All right. Debuted in WCW. I can't tell you when. Under a different name. Mm-hmm. I didn't okay. put a date. Nice. Was in WCW, ECW, WWF, WWE, and TNA. Okay. One time WWE champ. One time ECW champ. And... He was a Money in the Bank winner. That actually narrows it down a lot. One time, ECW champ. One time. I don't know if it's one time Money in the Bank. So One time Money in the Bank. I'm going to guess CM Punk. Nope. I was an EC1 because I know he was ECW champion. But I think he's still like a two-time ECW champion, if I'm not mistaken. And he's a two-time Money in the Bank winner, too. Is. Now, who else is an ECW champion and a Money in the Bank winner? That's and a WWE champion. That's tough. That's so not big goal. So they successfully. WWE. Huh. ECW champion, though. I don't know. This is very hard. So I, if I'm right, he didn't cash it in. He used it to get a title match. Oh, well... <laughs> You just told me the answer. It's RVD. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, that was a layup. I should have remembered. He's only a one-time ECW champion. That blew my mind, bro. So, interesting thing. And that was whenever he... That's what happened. Okay, so I think I told you this. You did. I reminded you of it. But he was not ECW champ when he won the WWE championship. They just give it to him. Heyman just handed it to him. Yep. And he was like, well, I want to keep both. And everyone was like, well, did we hate the WWE title here in the fucking Philly East yep. Arena. So you're going to have this one here. <laughs> yep. Uh, actually, I think they were in Hammerstein for that. Two of five, dog. That was bad. Good that was job. terrible. Good job. Hey, the, the TNA was three off, bro. I just... God! Someone didn't watch TNA when they were younger. It's not even that. The little facts about him is what threw me off. Like, Alex Shelley being in NXT is so, like... Random, bro. Yeah. And on Heat. Right. Only people like Rey Mysterio are in Heat. So, like, and the Heat one is, like, a little, like, easier to believe. NXT one, I was just like, there ain't no way. 
the people that happen to NXT are so it's so limited, you know. Alex. Yeah, it was Alex Shelley and Kushida. It was, I think, that Dusty Rhodes classic, tag team classic, if I'm not mistaken. It was the, the time, I think they're, what are they called, the time, skip, time skippers? So it's Kushida and Alex Shelley. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, Kushida, man, he had an NXT run and it wasn't great. Anyway, that's it for the show. Don't forget to uh, live stream next week. Oh, my God. Bro, next week, dog. So next we are going to be in Detroit, Michigan at SummerSlam, and it's going to be amazing. Um, so don't forget, next week will be a live episode. So be Wait, there are for Are we it. recording on Wednesday, too? No. Just straight live showing it next week? We're going to figure it out. We got to do predictions. Oh, we're going to do predictions on the live show. Be there for the predictions so I can retain my title. We gotta make sure we bring the title. I'm wearing it to the show, dog. Are you? Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it up, and the fifth row, they're like, "What is that?" They're gonna be like, "Is that? What is he holding?" Better <laughs> <laughs> watch out, it's the stinger. No baseball bats when you meet the stinger. By the way. Nope. He, he will not. He sign will not them. sign them. <laughs> <laughs> he will deny it. He will not sign them. That's probably a safety concern, right? Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. Or do you think him signing a bat is like too valuable? No, because you said that one sold. Yeah, they auctioned one off. But it wasn't for that much. It was like, it was like 5K or not 5 $500. $500. Maybe six, I think, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But you can buy one cheaper on eBay for less than that. But don't pay money to It was for eBay. charity, man. I guess. Well, don't forget the live stream. Uh, if you're listening on the way, thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Uh, you normally say something. Yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, don't forget to tune into the live stream August uh, 4th at. 6 p.m. Live. We already said that. From West Newberry, Massachusetts, the mean streets of Boston. Nah. We're not uh, going to be there. Nah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, my name is Brennan. Live, laugh, love, and wrestle, right? My boy. Is that what you're going to say? Hell yeah. You said it for me. Anyway. You know you love it. We will see you next week. Live. Live. Live action.